Good morning from twos. Today we're not going to have a Zoom lesson. You are going to use this recording so that you could get your work done for the day, okay? And we want to make sure that we are working within the one hour that has been allocated to us by the school. Okay, so I hope you're doing okay. I hope so far so good. I hope that this time around, you guys are coping with the online pressure. Right, so for today's lesson, we are talking about Prince Henry, the Navigator. You remember all the business we spoke of in our last lesson about how uh, rumors and stories had been spread about Africa and that this place was impossible to penetrate. Uh, sailors could go on those voyages but never returned because the journey was so dangerous and some people would come back with horrific stories of um, you know an almost failed expedition okay right so this guy Prince Henry the navigator had a very positive attitude towards Africa he believed you know people just needed to put their heads together and figure out how to enter Africa. He believed it could be done. You see, Portugal was one of the first countries to start exploring uh, the undiscovered world, not just in Africa, but in Asia as well. So after successfully exploring different parts of Asia that similarly had difficult religions and cultures and traditions, he believed the same force could be applied in Africa. He believed the same kind of energy could be diverted towards opening up Africa. And not only that, uh, this is not the first time that Prince Henry had actually tried to relate with Africans. He had established uh, trade links with different leaders in North Africa, and that had worked out well. So he realized that Africans were civilized in their own way and you could do business with them. They understood. And he had also uh, attempted to uh, make a trade relationship with an Ethiopian king in Northeast Africa. And that also was going well. And he thought, you know, there should be other powerful African leaders that we can have a relationship with out there. You know, he was convinced that Africa is much better than everything that everyone is saying. So he, he really wanted more people to explore Africa. So he invested his money, his time, his entire life was spent on basically trying to convince people to join him in his passion of exploring Africa. Okay, so he sponsored uh, National Geographic Associations and these experts and map readers and map drawers and these people who are so skilled, you know, in surviving in the jungle. These people were given the task of going into Africa, exploring it and drawing a map of how you come out of it. Okay, so Prince Henry was a very important figure who influenced the exploration of Africa. And even after he was dead in 1460, he had actually 
uh, gone as far as exploring Sierra Leone. He had shown that it could be done and that if Europeans were genuinely serious about opening up Africa, then as a team, they actually could. It's very interesting when you look at Portugal, how Portugal was one of the first countries to develop the caravel. We spoke about the caravel ship last year when we were talking about the Khoi Khoi people and how the Portuguese were the first Europeans to arrive at the Cape of Good Hope. I hope you remember that, hey? So this is the same thing. That caravel enabled um, these explorers and these sailors to sail right across Africa, right across the feared Indian Ocean. You see, the caravel was very stable on water and it had more than one supporting mast. So it had a lot of balance once it was in the water. Okay. And it had so many other uh, advantages that allowed it to dock even on a, a rocky um, harbor. Okay. Even on a rocky harbor, these ships were strong enough, uh, to dock there and the anchor could just be drawn, uh, thrown into the water and secured against a rock and the ship would hold. That is how strong the caravel ships were. I've actually attached a picture of a caravel ship, which has so many compartments of it, Labeled. I hope you can appreciate that um, a lot of engineering uh, went into ensuring that that ship was safe and strong enough to survive the voyage. So afterwards, uh, many other European countries built similarly strong ships that could also withstand uh, the harsh stormy weather all the way to Africa. But all this shows us that uh, Europeans had been wrong for saying Africa was a dark continent, that it couldn't be entered, that it couldn't be opened up. Prince Henry, the navigator, challenged the world and showed that this could be done. Right, so the years during which he was sponsoring these journeys across Africa is often called the age of discovery, okay? Yes, they were claiming that they were discovering Africa because Africa was new to them, okay? Africa was new to them because they are people that they had never met. They are regions that they had never seen. They are rivers which had never been navigated by Europeans before, okay? So Prince Henry the Navigator is basically a game changer. He changed the attitude of Europeans. But I'd like to think that um, his efforts were not without stress. I mean, he had to ensure that he had, uh, you know, the most scientific minds, uh, you know, working behind the scenes to make sure that the exploration of Africa was successful. And these guys were looking at medicines, they were looking at equipment, they were looking at strengthening the ships so that these explorers could be successful. I've actually attached a picture there for you, which shows some of the navigation tools that were used by early explorers. Okay, you can have a look there. 
You can go on Google. There's so many other different types of equipment that they were using as the centuries would go by and advancements in technology were happening. These tools were actually being improved. But I think the basic ones was the compass and the telescope as well as a chronometer. Okay, as well as a chronometer, those were the basic ones. And then the explorers themselves had to make sure that they were carrying uh, food, okay, uh, fresh water, uh, fruits. They had to carry, you know, spare clothing, right, and, and, and blankets. They had to carry medicines, right. They had to carry their journals and their pencils so that they could write down whatever it is they discovered along the way. They had to wear uh, safety hats. They had to have boots on their feet. And basically they carried uh, a backpack with all their equipment right there with them. Okay. They could also have a folding over sleeping bag. Okay. So that if they needed to sleep anywhere, they could just unfold the sleeping bag. Okay. And these were very rich people who left their comfortable homes to spend months on a journey that they didn't even know uh, would work out or not. Okay, right. So in the in the next coming years, about 20 years after that, um, another Portuguese explorer whom we call Vasco da Gama uh, proceeded with the work of, of uh, Prince Henry, the navigator. Although Prince Henry was gone, uh, his legacy lived on and people like Vasco da Gama decided, you know what, we are going to continue exploring this place that our prince was so interested in. Okay, right. So I have attached some notes for you. Please, can you write today's date inside your notebook and just copy the notes as they are? Okay, they're quite lengthy, so you should make sure that you copy everything. Then I have also put in an activity for you, which you're supposed to do inside the notes. Uh, there's a diagram there that shows different navigational tools. So all you have to do is just make a list going downwards of different types of tools and equipment, which, um, which explorers carried whenever they went out to explore. When you have listed uh, different types of equipment. You know, you can go up to 10. You can go up to 15 even. It's up to you. Okay. Right. When you have listed the different types of equipment, then you select one that you think, I am deeply interested in this one. And then you draw that specific navigational tool. Okay. You draw it inside your notebook. Make sure that your diagram is big enough to be seen and appreciated. If you have your crayons, please make sure that you make it nice and colorful, okay? In our next lesson, I'm going to put up an assignment for us. Uh, I think we are due for an assignment. I think we are ready now. I think we have settled into the topic. So look out for that one in our next lesson, okay? I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.